the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 630 The Word is proud to feature our Church of the Week. Our desire is that you will get to know the pastors and churches in our community and find a church you and your family can call home. Here's the host of our AM 630 The Word Church of the Week program, Director of Ministry Development, Marcus Burgos. Thank you, and welcome once again to the Church of the Week program. My name is Marcus Burgos. I am your host. And uh, we're, we're in December, the month of giving, the month of, of receiving. And uh, a lot of times we, we, we lose focus of what this time is really all about. But there's something, there's a verse in the Bible that comes to my mind. It's really not a Christmas verse, uh, but it's a Psalms 100, and it's one that we, we talk about a lot in church, and I will enter his gates with thanksgiving in my heart, I will enter his courts with praise. And there's an assumption in that verse, I believe. There, the assumption is, is that we would give, that we would not w- walk in with praise, but praise is an action that we should give. And so when we walk into church, when we walk into wherever, even to our family's house, we would give thanksgiving to God for our family. And, and today, I want to use this moment to give and to give thanks to God for the pastors of this city. I've said this so often. I say this all the time. I love and appreciate the men and women of God that travel across the globe and they preach the gospel and they pray for the sick. And, and, and I love it. I, I love them. And, but there's something special in my heart for those men and women that are just as called, just as anointed. Uh, but instead of getting on a plane, they get in a car and they drive down the street and they preach at the local church right here in San Antonio. There's something special in my heart, maybe because I am one of them. And, uh, and, but today I want to honor and I want to thank Pastor David Miracle of Watershed Church for joining us and being part of the Church of the Week right here on AM 630, 630 The Word. Pastor, thank you for coming on today. My pleasure. It's a joy to be here again, and I appreciate the uh, KSLR um, radio station. I listen to it quite often, and uh, in fact, I get some of my best messages from it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't we all? Don't yeah. we all? <laughs> Chuck and all these guys, yeah, they help yeah, us every that's week. That's right, you know, and get some great points. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So, and so uh, what, what, maybe one day, maybe yeah. one day you'll be able to give us some points right yeah. on KSLR. Yeah, maybe so. Maybe so. Well, if you, if you want to hear Pastor David, call in right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that would be awesome. That would be. Uh, what, we, what, what I want to do, Pastor, as we are here, and also you're not here alone. You're here with, with someone that, is, that has been a partner Absolutely. to you in ministry. Why don't you introduce yeah, us? Uh, Robbie Sanchez is with us today. He is our creative and music director at our church, at Watershed Church. And um, Robbie has uh, literally been the right-hand man uh, to make things happen. In fact, um, I get up on stage on Sunday morning and I preach, and he does everything else. (laughs) He makes it happen. And so he has been a huge blessing to me and my family. And uh, he's a a young man that has incredibly gifted talent and uh, 
great musician, great graphics guy, great great artist, uh, just does a, a tremendous amount of stuff. And he's actually a local, so he's from here, raised right. here, uh, went to UTSA, and he's uh, he's a, just a super good guy. Loves the Lord and has really got a heart for ministry. Well, thank you for that generous introduction. <laughs> and uh, I'm I don't know if you know he felt like that about you <laughs> before today. Well, <laughs> Yeah. Well, thank you for having us here today. Yeah, well, Marcus. I'm glad that I'm glad that someone in this room is a local. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Born you, under, you're, you understand probably better than most what is going on, the current, uh, you know, that is that is going on in San Antonio. But, Pastor, since you bring this up like that, yeah. where where are you from? Let me, give me a little bit of your history. Um, I grew up in Amarillo and uh, went to Amarillo High School and then uh, met my wife at Texas Tech University. Right. We were both Red Raiders and very proud of it. And stayed there on the five-year plan to get our degree. <laughs> um, and good thing we did because we started dating that last year of uh, school. And uh, Lori is uh, uh, much like Robbie, very much right hand, has been there, stuck us, stuck it out with us, uh, helped us in so many ways, and uh, does the hosting on Sunday mornings a lot. It yeah. is very, very gifted a speaker herself and so um but Lori and i met there at tech and uh then i've pastored now for 32 years this coming february will be uh my 33rd year wow. of ministry and i know i don't look near that old. nearly thank i you thought you were 33 much. years old yeah exactly exactly thank you very much so um my wife and i have three children uh, all three of the of them are daughters are um adults Two of them are married. I have three grandchildren, wow. and uh, one of our daughters lives in Houston, uh, and the other two live here in San Antonio, and uh, the two that live here are married, and we have three grandchildren. I think I said that already, but we have three grandchildren. You can't say that enough. We have three grandchildren. <laughs> we have three grandchildren, and uh, they're the light of our life. We are absolutely loving empty nests. So anybody out there who's listening today that's dreading empty nest, let me just tell you, it is a blessing. It is a lot of fun. And so... So um, anyway, uh, we um, have been doing ministry together, Lori and I, for a long time and really, really have just enjoyed um, our time here in San Antonio, which has been almost 20 years now. Wow. So you, you jump right into to a certain t- part of your of your life. But mm-hmm. I, w- I want to go a little I want to dig a little bit deeper, if you don't mind. Oh, Pastor. boy, you're going to get personal. <laughs> <laughs> where, where did it happen for you? Uh, were, or were you were you born into a ministry family? Are you a PK? Did you did, you know? We usually have a a moment whether you're a PK sure. or or ministry family or not. Sure. But how how was that part of your upbringing? Um, well, I grew up actually pretty much in a single parent family. Uh, my father died when I was three mm-hmm. uh, in a tragic accident, and uh, actually at my father's funeral, my mother sat with me on the front steps of the church and prayed that God would do something special with my life because she was scared to death as to what was going to happen. She had three little boys and I was the oldest and I was three at the time. And so she was really kind of at a loss. She raised us. She did a great job. God rest her soul. Her, uh, she's already uh, passed on and gone to be with the Lord, but she, she loved the Lord. Uh, She ended up marrying a gentleman uh, about 10 or 15 years later. And uh, I was a honorary high schooler, almost, almost high schooler. And she needed some uh, help and guidance in trying to get these three boys. He had two boys from a previous marriage. So um, they, we came together and immediately it was all about church. We're going to be at church Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night, uh, choir, camp, the whole mm-hmm. everything. And um, one of those uh, 
evenings when we were at Sunday night church, uh, the preacher preached the gospel, and I knew beyond a shadow of a doubt that I was not a believer. I was 12 years old, yeah. and I knew that I was not a follower of Jesus. I I knew Jesus, and mm-hmm. I heard about him, and, and you I went cert- to church. certainly had it all in my head, yeah. but I had not made the transfer from my head to my heart and made that commitment of my own. And so I, that night, I, I walked the aisle, as we used to do, and mm-hmm. I gave my life to Jesus. And uh, then uh, later, about six years later, as I was uh, in my first year of college, um, I recommitted my life uh, to Christ and surrendered to ministry all on a Sunday night. Actually, yeah. <laughs> uh, the preacher was talking about the importance of, you know, giving your life to Christ. And I knew that I had kind of stepped away a little bit, as most people do in their first year of college. And I was kind of exploring some stuff on my own. But um, I recommitted myself to the Lord and surrendered to ministry all in the same evening and have been going strong ever since. So from that from that point, you it was a, a deeper level of commitment. Absolutely, and and you decided there, or you heard the call there. I'm going to be in ministry. I'm I'm dropping my classes. To, no, to, I didn't how, drop my classes. <laughs> <laughs> I know I kept right on doing uh, my my coursework, yeah, um, yeah. but I definitely felt the call to ministry that night and knew that I was supposed to do it. In fact, I was. Um, uh, told uh, that something was going to happen in my life, and I can't talk about that on the radio, but uh-huh. something was going to talk, happen in my life, and um, I knew the minute I surrendered uh, to the call to ministry that that situation was probably going to happen, and sure enough, it did. That very night, that same night, mm-hmm. it all it all kind of came unraveled, and um, so I uh, knew, knew that that was exactly what I was supposed to be doing, and that was kind of a confirmation for me that I was going to be in ministry, and uh, it's uh, been great. I mean, there's been some hard times and yeah. some, some rough times, and ministry is certainly not easy, but the one thing that I can always go back to is that call that night. I know beyond a shadow of a doubt, no matter how good or bad ministry is from one day to the next— I always know that I am called, and this is what I'm supposed to be doing. There's no doubt in my mind, and I can't do anything else. I won't be happy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what, what sticks out to me, you, you talk about that time in, mm-hmm. in your first year of college. Right. But as, as I'm hearing your testimony for the very first time, uh, what, is, what stands out to me is that prayer on the steps mm. with mom. Yeah. You know, that, that to me, the, the fact that you mention it, 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 it it means that you know it was it was pivotal. You yeah. were three, but it but it was pivotal. And I, and I always remember that as a parent, I have two boys in college, I have a daughter in high school, mm-hmm. and so I'm you know I'm in the mix, you know, yeah. and I'm I'm in ministry, and the kids are in ministry, and and we're loving it. But that may not be the case for for many of the people listening today, mm-hmm. you know, where they've been going to church and they're trying to be faithful and they're trying to raise these children in the ways of the Lord, but they're not responding. Yeah, you know, and so in your case, in in my case, I have mom, dad, grandma that I know covered me in prayer. Right. You know, yeah. and there's something about mom's prayer. I I always, I always yeah. believe that that God God has a special place in His heart for a mother's prayer. How do you right. think that affected your life, your walk, your future from that very early point? Yeah. Well, you know, as a three year old, I certainly wasn't thinking anything yeah. about. It. I was probably thinking more about lunch than yeah. anything. <laughs> uh, but. Um, you know, looking, I mean, it, it brings me to tears even now just to think about the, um, from the perspective of a parent and a grandparent yeah. now to think that 
Uh, my mom was dealing with uh, such a very tragic, difficult situation, um, yet she stopped in that moment because she was so grounded in her faith that she knew that she needed the Lord's help uh, and she needed his guidance, his direction, his wisdom um, for this this moment in her life and that I was going to need the same. And so the fact that she uh, prayed for me, and I actually didn't even know that that was the case until um, probably about a year before she died. She was, she told me, um, you know, some other details of mm-hmm. things that had happened all during that time. And uh, it's it's been a real pivotal thing for me to uh, remember that in that most tragic moment, probably the most tragic moment of my mother's life, um, she stopped to yeah. to pray and and ask God to do something special, you know. And um, I think to the people that are listening out there today, I'd like to just uh, take a liberty here and say you never know what kind of influence you're going to be on your children or your grandchildren or your neighbors or anyone. And so all we can do is live out the life that we know. We we just we pray when we're supposed to pray, and we mm-hmm. we go to church, and we uh, read our Bibles, and we do these things just living a life. And as we live our lives, we have a certain amount of influence and authority and, um, and uh, guidance for people that we may not even ever know that we've touched or uh, had an impact on. Um, but just because of the nature of how the Holy Spirit works in our life, yeah. he he uses his power and his strength and his uh, wisdom to uh, love us and guide us and, and help us through those things. And so we get to be the hands and feet, right? right. We get to be the hands and feet of Jesus in people's lives. And, um, you know, I, I certainly hope that the ministry that I've been doing for 33 years has made an impact in some people's lives. Uh, I probably will never know uh, the impact that it's had in some, but it's kind of fun with technology today. Now yeah. we, we do Facebook Live at our church every week, and every week I see a high school friend or one of my wife's high school friends or uh, maybe it's uh, somebody that was at a former church and, and they'll make some kind of a comment right. like, I remember when and, you know, this has been powerful in my life. And so we just don't know what kind of influence we're going to have on people ever. And so all we can do is live out our life just like my mom did. She mm-hmm. knew that prayer was important and that she wasn't going to make it unless she prayed. And she thought, well, my son's not going to make it either. My other two are not going to make it. I mean, I was three. My brother John was a year and a half and my brother Mark was three months. And wow. there she is. The love of her life had been killed in an accident. And now, now what? You right. know, so what did she do? She prayed, you know, before we were even out of the church. She's on the steps of the front of the church and mm-hmm. we're we're praying, you know, and that's pretty much how she lived the rest of her life. And that's a great influence on me. That's right. And uh, certainly how I've tried to uh, practice in my own home and uh, not done it with perfection, certainly, <laughs> um, but but certainly been an influence, I hope, on my wife and my children and, and now my grandchildren. Yeah. You know, one of the things are, and the reason why I like, I like doing this part of the program uh, the way I do where we talk about the pastor's mm-hmm. 
history, his uh, humanity, if you will, because many of us uh, look upon leadership and pastors as divine beings. And, yeah. you know, you, you don't touch the ground and, and you wake up and your pants are ironed and, you know, <laughs> they just come on, you know. Uh, but that's not the case. We, you know, pastors ha- have issues and have struggles and have Absolutely. a past. And, 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 but, but we also have the blood of Jesus that has covered that's us. Right. In, in in the whatever mistakes we have made and and it's not only the mistakes but ha- as life happens you know things happen tragedy happens and so what ha- it has not stopped us i remember my pastor used to tell me the only difference between between some of us and some of the men that are in prison today is they got caught mm. You yeah, know, so don't exactly don't right. think you're so you're so high right. and mighty. Uh, they got busted. You you happen to make a left when you you know the others made a right. Yeah, and uh, and so you're here today by the grace of God. Absolutely. And, and so we kind of raise up our hands and say, okay, God, use me. That's right. You know, I am not worthy. To your name be all the glory. And 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 we and I like doing this because it shows it shows that that for example, you are a man that it, that you've you've had life happen to you, but God. Right. Was in the mix. You guys prayed. Mom taught you to pray and you have overcome. And so today mm-hmm. there's a mom, there's a dad that perhaps facing difficult times with children. And and I love I would love for you to encourage perhaps a parent today sure. that that is in the middle. I don't know what to do. I don't see hope. Yeah. I don't see how we're going to make it out. Yeah. Well, you know, um, uh, without divulging names or uh particular situations i i can tell you that my wife and i we've we've had our own struggles not only in our marriage mm-hmm. but we've had our struggles uh, with our children and uh life is not always easy it's not um it's not uh what people might think that you know as i stand on a stage on sunday morning and i'm preaching uh, the gospel and it's all uh, wonderful and perfect and all the slides come up just right and the lights and all of those things that that Robbie actually makes happen <laughs> <laughs> to make me look good. Um, the the real the real David the real Lori the real miracle family um, we we struggle we have our hardships and we we struggle in a lot of different ways just like the rest of humanity. That's right and. Um, you know, we need the blood of Jesus like everyone else, and we need his grace and his mercy. And in fact, uh, you, you reminded me we at Watershed, one of the things that we say all the time is that people have issues. Mm-hmm. And and this church is nothing but a group of people that have issues. That's right. <laughs> and we are we come together because we we share the burden, you know, and we share each other's heartache and and uh, joys and celebrations and uh, downtime, down times and uh, different things. And we are just trying to come together and make this life. But for it be for the blood of Jesus, none of us would be able to even breathe, That's right. get up and do anything any day of the week. And so um, I would I would hope that people would know. In fact, we get this comment quite often on our social media is that that pastor is so real. Mm-hmm. I, I want to be real. I am real. And I, you know, if, if you stick me with a knife, I bleed, yeah. <laughs> you know, um, it, we we have uh, feelings and we have um, hurts and, and struggles and just like everyone yeah. else. And so we're not um, well on Sunday mornings, even I've t- shared this with our church um, most Sundays, almost every single Sunday, 
before I walk on stage, I'm praying and asking God to forgive me of the things that I've done during the week or the things, the mistakes I've made to please, to please just use what I've got written and the things that, you know, whatever way, if he wants to say something else, use me and let me be the vessel that he's going to use for that day and just kind of get me out of the way, way, you know? Wow, that's a great that's a great transition. I he, I hear that and I feel like I want to go to that church. <laughs> where where is that church at? Yeah, it, where is Watershed at? Well, that church is watershed.church. That's our website, uh, watershed.church and you can find us at 9315 Broadway. We're actually the old showroom of Dillard's or a lot of people nowadays know it as Diane Flack, that old right, uh, those right, old right. buildings there. We're the showroom piece. We actually own the whole 32,000 square foot building, but the church is the front corner 9315 broadway suite 101 okay so put me put me where i'm, I'm on 410 okay and i'm gonna turn north or outside right it's it's actually it's exactly one mile north of 410 on broadway okay a lot of people know there's a there's a nice sandwich shop on Broadway. Zito's, yeah. Isn't yeah. that the best, the, the best in San Antonio? Absolutely. And so I get the Zito's and I keep on going. Yes, sir. Yeah, <laughs> in fact, a, if you go. Pick up a sandwich and, and keep yeah, on going. Yeah, pick up a sandwich and, and go on down. In fact, they're not open on Sunday morning. So um, oh, man. Uh, we've tried to do that before. Um, but we, um, you can go north of 410 on Broadway. Uh, there's the Zito sandwich shop on the right, and then there's a post office on the left. Right. And yes. it's, there's a Gave restaurant. Uh, we got to say Gave because we got to support those guys that are on our own property and then uh then you'll find the church right there and there's a big banner that says watershed church i mean if you miss the banner you weren't looking because it right. is huge <laughs> i have to ask this question where did watershed the name how did that come about um you know um it's another church of the week interview to tell the full story <laughs> give me but, the the, uh, no, the abridged the, yeah the abridged <laughs> version is that uh myself and a group of uh our elders were sitting around and um one of the men we had been through a really tra- hard transition and one of the men said what about watershed and i said like what do you mean watershed and he said you mean like a a watershed moment Like Mm -hmm. we had a time of immediate change, and that's what had happened. A former church that we were a part of, we decided to disband the whole church, sell the building and everything. Um, And the church, we were all together in doing so, but it was a time of immediate change for us. We, We knew we had to make a change, and we made the change. And the guys said, well, then it's got to be watershed. And we believe that that's been a, a godsend for us because now when people come to the church, we can say, hey, we want today to be your watershed moment. Wow. When God has done this immediate change in That's your powerful. life. Yeah, it's been really, really powerful. A lot of people think watershed and they think the splitting of the water, going two different directions and all that. But the, the figurative meaning is an immediate change. And so that's what happened for us. And so we named it Watershed. And then Robbie branded us yeah. and gave us the new cool brands and all the stuff that we have. To so go tell me, what is, what is the experience like when we go to church? What time is service, by the way? The service is at 11 o'clock and we start straight up. Good. <laughs> yeah, Good. straight up at 11. Right on time. Yeah, right on time. In fact, w- there's a, a counter going <laughs> with, with the five-minute counter. So counting, th- counting down to yeah, the service every, time. Everybody in the lobby that's drinking coffee and talking goes, oh, gosh, we've got to get in there. <laughs> so, um, But uh, it starts at 11 o'clock, and when you come in, you're going to hear two or three uh, really upbeat, very contemporary uh, songs. Uh, the sanctuary is pretty much dark. 
uh, we have lights and fog and every song that we have has a light show that's yeah. been created for that song um, we have drums and bass guitar and electric guitar or, um, acoustic guitar sometimes keyboard uh, several vocalists um, and uh, it's a really live interactive kind of thing very expressive worship so we you know are usually standing the entire time through worship raising our hands singing um, hooping and hollering yeah. you might think you're at a concert or a Spurs game <laughs> you know uh, but but it's really really powerful uh, time of worship uh, there's a little hosting section in the middle just to kind of give you some um, direction about who we are what we do mm-hmm. and you know so the new folks will know exactly what what's going to go down and then yeah. we have a couple of other songs after that and then about um usually about eleven twenty-five, eleven thirty, we uh, have a message and we end at twelve fifteen. so the message is somewhere between 35 and 40 minutes long because we feel like you know a lot of a lot of preachers are doing 20 minute messages mm-hmm. uh, these days nothing wrong with that but we feel like um if our folks are going to come to church one time this week right. Let's give them as much as we can possibly give them and really feed them and help them to understand uh, the text or the the situation or the context of what we're going to be talking about that week and really get some depth out of it. So we spend a little bit of time um, in the message, and the messages are very practical, very applicable. I've heard they're really good. I don't know, you know, um, but um, they, they, we really want to make them simple. Um, yesterday we talked about the, the old uh, toy. You probably remember uh-huh. this. Robbie didn't have any idea what I was talking about because he's too young, but we talked about uh, Weebles Wobble. But oh, they, yeah, don't fall down. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, I know um, exactly. You know, so we, we talk about uh, some, of, some of those kind of things and just really make it applicable. Um, and uh, right now we're doing a series um, called The Light uh, The Light Has Come. And excuse me, that's Robbie's song. Uh, we call it Light It Up. And we're talking about the wisdom and strength and love and peace that God yeah. has to offer us through the Christ child. So there's a couple of good <clears throat> things that are happening. One of them uh-huh. is Robbie has, is it one song or several songs? It's one song. Uh, we released it both in English and in Spanish. Excellent. And we're going to be airing it on thefish.com. Uh, hey. One of our guest DJs is, is yeah. Robbie Sanchez, as well as Pastor Miracle. And uh, if you're looking for a watershed moment, uh, a change right. in your life, if you're done, if you're sick and tired, yeah. then I want to invite you to Watershed Church. And the, and the address, again, is 9315 Broadway, 78217. And the service starts at 11 a.m. And I would encourage you, don't be late. Right. They're going to start without you. Uh, San Antonio, thank you for listening to Church of the Week and my special guest today from Watershed Church, Pastor David, uh, uh, Robbie Sanchez. And uh, thank you for listening. God bless you. Go to church, San Antonio. Goodbye. Thank you for joining us today as we featured our AM630 The Word Church of the Week. We hope that during this past half hour, you got a chance to know the pastor and learn something about their church. We encourage you to get involved in your local community church. If you'd like to nominate your pastor to be featured on an upcoming Church of the Week program, submit your nominations at am630theword.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.